look at his ears. You want to play with me? Come see Mama. Mama love you. I saw that sweet donkey, and something came over. Oh, please let me ride that donkey. Maybe you loved me a little bit, just a little bit. Oh, I got a kiss. Osama, he kissed me. I speak the language of donkey, I think. Let me try it. We have to bench because the sun goes out. But I want to ride the donkey. I have always had an affinity for animals and I connect with them. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me, and I am your host, Angelica. This is a podcast that talks about a little bit of everything, so sit back and enjoy the show. It's 90 Day Fiancé time with my co-host, Ricky Van Why, hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. And we are talking about everything 90 Day, but I'm so happy to have my co-host back. How are you doing? I am great, guys. Sorry for the hiatus, but I couldn't help it. <laughs> oh, I know. We I was just telling them last week how work has just been so crazy for you. You're busier than me now, but we're still trying to like make things work and we don't know how we're doing it, but we're doing it. But I'm glad you're back. And oh my goodness, I don't even know what to do as the season moves forward with both shows because Love and Paradise is going to get juicy pretty soon. So we're not going to know if we're going to release a separate episode just for Love and Paradise or we're just going to combine both uh, both shows. I know with Darcy and Stacey, it was kind of like we had a certain amount of time because how much more can you really talk about them? But, you know, we're going to judge how Love and Paradise gets. Then we may have to do separate uh, episodes. So this way it's not too much. For the listener, which I know most of you guys love these shows a lot and you don't care if it's two hours long, but just for those who are not watching it, they can just pick, okay, I'm going to either just listen to Love and Paradise or I'm just going to listen to the other way. So we'll keep you posted how things go, but let's get into this because I'm, oh gosh, there was a lot of hours of 90 Day Fiance and we got to see Love in Paradise and The Other Way. I thought The Other Way was com- sort of coming to an end, but I felt like last night's episode of The Other Way, which we're going to discuss first, everybody wants a divorce or yeah, needs to separate. Was, everybody was getting like divorced or separated or, you know, there was a lot of confusion. And in some cases, I actually couldn't blame the couples. I mean... We're, we're seeing another Ariella and Binium. We're seeing, you know, 
Danielle and Johan, I I really wonder about that couple. But, you know, after all, we we both speak a couple of languages, but I don't think either of us speaks donkey. (laughs) You know, so I'm, 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 I'm wondering about this. But, yeah, everybody wanted out last night, it seems like. And I'm like, ah. But, you know... Nicole and Mahmoud, I'm wondering did they ever really want in? You know, so who knows? Who knows? Who knows? And you know what? Let's get into Nicole and Mahmoud because I know how much she irritates me and how much she's just all over the place and cannot make a single decision. So this uh, episode, we we see her still on the fence of trying to figure out if I'm going to stay or if I'm going to go. She is actually uh, hanging out with her sister-in-law and they're going to go out shopping. So in the future, she knows how to shop for stuff by herself. And she is literally like a deer in headlights. Like, I feel like, I wonder, I'm curious what she's done in the United States. Like, I'm I'm dying to know what planet she lived on because I don't think she was even present on Earth. Because the way she reacts to certain things, and I'm just like, really? Like, you know when someone shows you to go to a market? Like, I'm pretty sure when I go and see you, hopefully soon, um, you would be like, oh, so this is like a market here. So in my knowledge, okay, cool. Thanks for showing me. Let me just go around and see what I can find. Like, I can, you know, somehow go out there and figure stuff out. Because it should be similar. But to me, it's like, I feel like she's not comprehending. I don't even know how to explain it, but she was completely lost. And she was just like, oh, okay. Like, have you not seen stuff similar? Like where you're from? I'm pretty sure there's a farmer's market that happens every so often in the morning or during certain seasons. Like it should come naturally, but I understand where she needs help of trying to like negotiate and, you know, see what's, ex- what's cheap, what's not, and et cetera, et cetera, which is fine. But I feel like she's never been to a food market in her life, even though we've seen her at the beginning at a different market, which, you know, there was a farmer's market and people selling stuff, but I don't know. Do you find she's not all fully there? Like which planet did she come from? Well, I, you know what? It's just like, I think she's a little bit too dependent upon mom and dad. And it's just like, you know, even the fact that it's weird because even her with the clothing line thinking, oh, well, I'm doing something new. I'm, you know, I'm going over here, but I don't want to be in Egypt. You know, it's just really weird to watch her maneuver, period. I mean, this isn't, I wasn't shocked with last night's episode and I'm pretty sure she's been to the store before, but it's kind of like, well, what do I do? I don't know. You know, it, it's it's strange to watch because she keeps saying she wants all this freedom. She wants all this independence, but then she can't do anything by herself. It, it's It's just very odd. exactly exactly and that's what i was trying to say and i'm just like wait like i don't know she's she comes off strange to me you know just my opinion like i just don't know like she's like oh you know like especially that scene where 
um she's trying to find uh her sister-in-law's finding a chicken and it's like this is where we have chickens and stuff and she's like oh okay do they have that in america and i'm just like oh my god i can't believe you said that like you've asked that question like oh (laughs) you get what i'm saying like little things like that like holy crap so again nicole here uh before I, i go into this rabbit hole with her uh she's still undecisive if she's gonna stay in egypt or not I'll be honest with you. I think it's best for them to part ways. Uh, Now she's come up with this magical idea that, you know, maybe I can convince um, Mahmoud to really move with me to the U.S. And I'm thinking that's not going to work out. This man has set in stone like that's the way he is. This is who he is. And he is going to stay in his own country. I don't see him moving out unless there's some sort of thing that she could convince him to move. But you know what, Nicole, maybe you want to take Johan because he's been dying to get to the U.S. So maybe you guys can do a little bit of a tradesies. I was thinking the same thing. Either Johan or or, or um, Osama. Either one of the two. Not bad of idea, right? So Nicole is still undecisive. She has this conversation with um with Mahmoud, but before she has that conversation, Mahmoud thinks it's best for them to get a cat because she loves cats. And maybe this will help um alleviate this loneliness that she's going through. And how she's feeling trapped in everything. So he's like, hey, maybe we can just get a cat and make it all solve our problems. And I'm thinking, ooh, this is interesting. So they head over to a shelter. Um, well, and- wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I was wondering that. I'm like, okay, <laughs> most guys go with flowers, money, jewelry. Who brings home a cat? He does. I was like, wait a minute, a cat is going to magically make everything better. And 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 I think what got me was the buildup with the whole like, you know, I'm I'm going to take her somewhere. So I'm thinking like, oh my gosh, like he's taking her out on a date. They're gonna go out and have dinner. They're they're gonna go, you know, do something fun. No, he takes her to the, you know shelter for cats yeah i thought the same thing i was like oh my god this guy's gonna like plan this one day trip they're gonna go you know somewhere explore a different city like a little romantic day getaway no nothing (laughs) we're just gonna go get a cat because i know how much you love cats and i love you honey sweetie so much and i love you so much honey sweetie and i feel like a cat's gonna help you out i'm just like oh my goodness why is this even happening no so after, you know, she she likes a couple cats here and there, but it's a way for him to kind of say, hey, I don't want you to leave, but this is what I'm going to do for you. But then I got to come up with something even better because I need you to stay forever because I'm married to you. Right. And he's it seems like he's willing to be with her, but she's not wanting to because he's not being flexible because of this whole modest thing that. You know, there's rules that she's got to follow with her religion that she chose to convert. And, you know, she's meeting new people. They've had different ways of practicing it and everything. So it's like she's she's kind of torn apart now at this point. But she decides to have this conversation. And I'm just like, eek, 
okay, this is not happening. We have to make sure that, you know, we can take care of the cat. Like she comes up with excuses and I'm thinking, oh boy, oh boy, this is not happening. But I don't know what the future has with these two, because really, I truly feel like they need to be separated once and for all. There is photos of them on Instagram being circulated that they're happily together. Fine. Great. That's cool. But damn, is it even worth it? Like, I, I can't, I can't picture myself with either of them. (laughs) That, that is my question is like, is it even worth it for the two of them? Because it's just like, uh, all right, you know, she wants, and, and I think the really confusing point is I don't know what she wants. Like, you can tell he wants a relationship. He wants this, whatever is in his mind as the perfect Muslim wife, but I'm not quite sure what Nicole wants. So it's very confusing. It's so confusing. I, I'm curious to know what makes them come back together, so to say. Like, what makes her stay? Like, what in her mind says, you know what? Fine, my mood, I'm going to stay. What does he do? So I'm I'm super curious about that. But anything else to add to this couple before we move on? Not at all. let's move on (laughs) (laughs) let's move on who did you want to talk about next um let's actually go with danielle and johan because (sighs) i mean i know we talked about or they talked about bringing or should i say not even they talked about like danielle kind of voluntold johan that her ex was coming last week and it's just like okay but now we get this guy is here and instead of her really making a huge effort to to kind of appease her husband it's more like you know we're seeing that storyline again where it's just oh well you know what my ex is here and I'm gonna hang out and have some alone time with him it was just like you're watching the two of them on this boat going down the river and I'm saying to myself this looks more like a date than two friends catching up or you know something like that and I'm going how does she think that this is okay I I really like this and 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 I have to say this this actually made what Ariella did look more innocent I mean at least this guy's just like was bringing her stuff she's not spending all the alone time with him going on this like big huge date but these two seem to be really having some major alone time to get better acquainted or reacquainted 
I just felt like she is. There's always an excuse for something. She wants to get her way or the highway, which she's obviously mentioned before. It's my way or no way. It has to be her way. Like that's the end of it. And I feel like it's, it's not fair for obviously Johan. And again, I never thought I would say this considering seeing him in the last couple seasons of Love in Paradise. But this guy has switched my whole mindset about him because I'm just like, Danielle, again, she wants everything her way. She's going on this boat ride on the river with this uh, ex-fiance, ex-boyfriend, whatever it is. And... Okay, she wanted Johan to meet him to have a better understanding, whatever her reasoning is. But I don't feel like it's the right time to do that. Like, yes, you have friends, but also the way she comes across of asking. Because I'm pretty sure any of us out there who have guy friends, it's not like we're saying it the way like she does. You know what I mean? She's very aggressive. She's very put forward. And it's like, well, I'm going to meet him because I know you have girlfriends and you're always hanging out with them. But it's my turn to hang out with my guy friends. Like, you know what I mean? It's that type of um, way of asking. It's more of. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think I think that's what gets me is that it's not an ask. Mm -hmm. It's more <laughs> like, uh, well, I don't like the way you do things. So I'm doing it this way. Mm hmm. And it's just like, and it also comes off almost as a punishment. Yeah. So it's really weird. Mm -hmm. it's, it's just like she, and, and actually, no, I can't say that it's weird because we've seen this from Danielle from the very beginning. As you said, she's always going to get her way. Mm -hmm. um, you know, even the staying in the Dominican Republic, whereas he wanted to come to New York. I mean, you know, it's, I think she's deliberately leaving things out mm -hmm. so that she has to get her way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it comes back after like, oh, you know, but I told you and it's so unfair because you put me down and it's always like she's playing the victim and it's really annoying. But of course, Danielle being Danielle, she is famous for putting out a live out there to convince you, you, the viewer, that she didn't mean it that way. It wasn't supposed to come out that way. They were editing it wrong. They, they you know, they, they forgot a whole conversation that I had with my friend and blah, 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 and blah, 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 blah. Okay. I'm done with you, Danielle. I'm completely done. So next week's episode gets a little bit heated because the guy, the ex-boyfriend, ex-fiance, whoever it is, ends up meeting up with Johan and Johan has this vulgar language towards him like the way Danielle what she likes her personal preferences of certain things and she just gets really emotional it's like this is the man I married or she makes it seem like this is the man I'm marrying um I think you're already married to him so I don't understand why all of a sudden you're shocked because you should have known the way he is if you guys have been together for so long and have received this uh, something from the universe of you knowing that this is the right one. So I'm completely confused, but hey, I feel like Danielle's here is it's they're not blending together. I'm not a professional, but seeing what we see on television, I'm surprised they're still together. 
Oh, me too. Me too. I mean, it's, it's just, it's absolutely just like, I would have thought she would have been back in New York away from him months ago, but they're, they're, they seem to still be going strong. Yep. It so, seems like it. Yeah. So mm. are we done with this couple? Yes, we are. Let's move on. Oh my gosh. You know, the funny thing, and the internet went crazy with this one, Chris and Jamie. You know, Chris has been back in the States for a while, but now she's talking to her mom and she's making it seem as though Jamie is some huge, huge gold digger and her mom is buying into this because Jamie's like you know what I'm paying for everything and you know and I think this is really funny because we are getting to see two different two different um viewpoints on this whereas she's making it seem like Jamie is taking advantage of the situation but Jamie's saying, hey, you know what? I only stopped working because she told me she would take care of me. So it, it's it's just, I think that Chris isn't being real with herself. I mean, after all, this is the woman that the internet had the most fun with over the season because she gets to Columbia and she can barely move. When we first met her, she was in a tutu and fairy wings and fluttering around the front yard <laughs> and doing like manual, all this like extreme manual labor and housework. But she gets there and she can't, you know, she can't maneuver, which actually kind of led a lot of viewers to believe that she is addicted to some sort of drug or something. Um, and then, you know, of course, they get married, Every they're going through with everything. But then she comes back to the States and it's like, she's perfectly fine. She is no, she's not in pain. But I do notice the slow blinking, the, you know, kind of keeping the eyes closed. So I'm really wondering, is there an addiction problem? Is it just a high dosage of pain meds? Like, what what is going on here? The situation is crazy. Like, I am still... How could you not still talk to her like after so long? I'm still hung up on that from last week. Like she's been there for over a month. Uh, Jamie's been trying to contact her. She doesn't even pick up. She doesn't even say good morning. How are you? Nothing like there's nothing. There's a dead silence. So the fact that this week she makes it seem like, well, I'm her mom's actually suggesting that she's been taken advantage of. You're like her sugar mama. Like what's going to happen? I thought she was going to find work and everything. But that's the thing is here. Yes, she uh, Jamie loves Chris and Chris is here. Just, you know, Jamie, you should be getting a job. And let's let's highlight this for a moment. 
So we find out because she is Venezuelan living in Colombia. Um, there is some sort of um, let's just keep it simple. I like you. I don't like you because of things that have happened in the past with politics and all that. And it could go further back than that. But anyways, so there, unfortunately, if you move to different countries, uh, some people have that, you know, we don't accept you here because you shouldn't be here and you should go back because of what has the country done to another country. So it really sucks to hear that, that this woman's struggling to get a job. And the last one she had, don't let's not forget, because she was taking so many days off um, and wasn't hardly there. Then she, basically the boss said, you might as well quit. Like, there's no point. Um, so to me, I feel like Chris right now needs to have communication in her relationship because she is a part she's not there sending money chris is not going to repair a relationship you can send as much money as you want and do i believe that she says that jamie says it's not enough probably not well i probably believe it because she's not working she's not pulling in her own weight she's been trying to look for jobs how do we know i don't know but the fact is she's not communicating with her she's not saying hey how are you so for her to feel like she's a sugar mom and she's working her butt off and everything and all of this stuff, like I'm working hard labor, I'm working hard, I'm sending you money. That's not the point. She's forgetting the whole point of this. She is she is forgetting that the fact that she's neglected her wife for so long that this woman's like, are we even still together at this point? So her true colors are coming out. Oh, they're definitely coming out. They're definitely coming out. And it was kind of like, I was waiting for this. I really was waiting for this because it just seems like, I don't know if Chris kind of fetishized Jamie. And, you know, of course we see this is one couple where they didn't know, they, they kind of can't speak to each other and they're only real conversation or communication was of course over the internet so there is a lot of miscommunication here but this is not this is not chris's first time going ghost so we really have to see is she really ghosting her is she going to get back together with her you know is there are there other things at play Exactly. Well, I'm curious to see what happens to their relationship because we really see uh, Jamie really hurt about this whole situation. So anything else to add before we move on? Nope, that's it. All right. So let's get into Gabe and Isabel because Gabe is in the United States. He's been getting all his paperwork sorted out and it's going to take about a month and a bit. So we end up finding out that um, he hasn't really told his family yet and they're going to have a wonderful lunch to discuss that. And I'm thinking they're sitting like, damn boy, this is hard. Like, why couldn't you say that? But now I understand because Gabe's got a sister who has to say something about everything and anything. And he actually tells them, Hey, I'm engaged. We're getting married. And it's going to happen literally two weeks after I get back. And 
Yeah. So mom was disappointed. Sister was even more disappointed. I'm not sure if it's the acting. I, I have no idea. But mom, you can generally tell she was just like, well, why wouldn't you tell us? And Gabe just says, hey, like, you guys always, you always got got something to say to make me feel bad or horrible about myself, which is really sad because you would think with all the support that he gets from his family, you know, there's that on top of that, that's being added something that he wants their support because of his choice of who he wants to marry or the things that he does. Like he just wants that support. Just let him be, you know, I know everyone's got their own opinions, but sometimes you got to keep it to yourself at this point when it comes to, to family. And I felt bad for him, but also he recognized that I should have told him sooner because they felt hurt and he felt hurt and it just wasn't feeling right. Now the sister's trying to dig deep of who is this woman? Did you get a prenup? Is there going to be a prenup? Do you work so hard? Like what's going to happen in the future? Why was everything else fails? What are you going to do? Did you protect yourself? Like a hundred and million one questions. And he also mentions that Isabel and his sister may or may not get along because they have the same personality. That's the scary part, because I'm like, okay, she's going to, I mean, well, let's think about it. We, we're we protective of our siblings. So it's like, you're, she wants to protect her brother at all costs. She wants to, to make sure that he's good. But I guess in that same, that same vein, she kind of feels like, I know this woman. I, I'm, I know she's going to try to take advantage of him. And it's not that at all. I mean, this is the couple I'm rooting for because they genuinely love each other. It's just, he should have said something before, like way before. I mean, I, they knew that he was going there to be with her, but they, I guess they didn't think of it to this magnitude. But I, I kind of feel like she should have known, especially with the, you know, tattoo and everything. I feel like she should have known. I, 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 don't, I don't think she was completely in the dark. I just think maybe, maybe she thought it was a phase that he was going through. But I really am rooting for this couple. And they are you know his sister she and his sister have do have similar you know personalities but he's in the middle right now and he's got to choose but I really think that he's going to choose her over his family he really may because he's like put everything into this so I really think that he's going to choose her and kids I honestly think so too as well. He's definitely going to choose Isabel because at this point he's got to look out for himself and for his future. There's only your mom and sister are your family, but you know, you need someone that who's going to support you and be there for you like in every step of the way besides your family. And the fact that their relationship is going really well and the family's accepting it and they're moving on uh, to the wedding. You like, he, I, I agree. He's going to choose Isabel and that's it. That's final. But next week, it seems like it's going to get heavy because she's going to ask Isabel all the million questions that she's got. But I'm not surprised with that. I think that's just a normal thing 
Um, I do see that it is going to get a little heated, but again, still not surprised. She feels like she's protecting her brother. For sure. So, yeah, I I, want to see where this one goes. But I I do really feel like he's going to choose Isabel and the kids because for him, this is kind of a dream. Exactly. Exactly. So we'll see what happens. I'm trying to figure out how many couples. Oh, my God. We do have Jen and Rishi. We do have Debbie Debbie and Osama. Osama. And... That's it for this episode, right? Yep, that's <laughs> okay. it for this episode. Sorry, guys, we're thinking out loud here because I'm like, oh, wait. <laughs> um, Let's get into, whoa, oh, pretty good. Oh, let's let's do Debbie and Usama because there's been shocking news that we're finding out here. Now, I don't know. I kind of like Debbie. She's growing on to me, but I don't agree with this relationship that she's in. I feel like she'd be a cool person to hang around with at a coffee shop. But, you know, she's having a great time with Usama. And she's been already, what, one night at the family house. And she's got these gifts for the family. And she gives them to first to dad. Um, which was like a painting set and a sketching set. He's like overwhelmed and so appreciative and grateful because no one's ever thought of that. And the last time he had one of these was probably when he was 12. He loved to draw on everything. Um, So I thought that was such a precious moment because, you know, for him to, you know, oh my gosh, like how would she knew that I would want this deep down inside, like something that I would normally do. So I thought it was pretty cute and a great way for Debbie to, you know, send her appreciation to uh, feel pretty much show the appreciation that she's got because, you know, hey, she's dating her son, his son. So the other thing was the sister, I don't, we don't see the gift exchange between them, but the conversation all of a sudden shifted because dad says, um, which we see the subtitles for, we're excited for you to head over to the United States. I was just like, oh, oh boy. I'm curious to know what else Osama said to uh, his parents because I'm just like, oh, shoot. Like, how is she going to react? I got to give it yeah, to Debbie. Yeah, because I, I was wondering how they were so okay with this. And I'm like, oh, fudge. They just think that she's, you know, taking him over and going to be his sugar mama. Like, you know... But it's it's just, she thinks he's like the young lover of her dreams. And I'm like, okay, are are, are we all watching the same screen? Are we, are, is she not really getting what's going on here? Because it's like, I mean, and I guess maybe because when we watched it with I mean, we're seeing it with Jen and Rishi and Jenny and Samit. We've seen that, but it's like, that's kind of a normal reaction. But the family's like, oh, okay. As, as long as you're taking him over to the United States, we we don't mind that, you know, you're old enough to be his mom. Like, so what? It, it's, I, I don't know. 
It's so weird. It's so weird. But we find that out that they are convinced that he is leaving. So she decides to pretty much put her foot down and say, okay, let me clear the air here. And this is what's happening. And I'm like, oh my gosh, she's coming in hot, hot, hot. She's coming in hot. But you know what? I got to give it to Debbie because I, you know, unfortunately, because Angela kind of like left us that sting of her the way she reacts i was just like dude i i was like ready to get an angela reaction for some reason because we've been used to that but no i absolutely adored the way debbie reacted uh the fact that she was like oh all right well i'm gonna set the record straight since we're all here i want to be straight up and say well i am here to live here permanently and they're shocked in their faces like i left everything i brought everything from the u.s and i'm staying here and this is where i'm living forever this is my new home this is where i'm staying this is where we're starting a life and i'm just like no way but the reaction from dad and sister sister was like in tears she's like wiping these tears off because of the fact that she's just like i cannot believe it because even before that when they were excited for him to go to the u.s sister was just like well you know we all want to leave this country and we cannot wait like she's expressing how grateful she is like oh my gosh we're all gonna leave this country we want to we want a new life we want to start something fresh but then we soon to realize that's happening and she's reassuring with them like yeah i ain't leaving i'm staying here this is my permanent home. I brought everything to be here. I felt so bad because this his sister was ready to cry it out. She was like, oh my God, my dreams have been shattered. Like, that's what it felt like. So I felt so bad for, for, um, uh, for the sister in this situation. But that's all we can do, really, because I'm just like, this is crazy. This is outrageous. This is nuts. Like this is it. This is happening. So dad is a bit disappointed. I don't know how he's reacting because we see his disappointment, but we, it's like, he doesn't have much to say. And he's just like, okay, like, where do we go from here? Like, what has, what has happened? Like, what is it stuff that you're not telling us? But Debbie had to just put this reassurance. But anyways, there's still more to talk about because Debbie and Osama go to the family farm and brings her to a beautiful place at the farm where she can see the mountains and a beautiful landscaping view to, for them to paint. And she just is like, I need to know what's going on in our future. And he refuses to answer. And apparently every time they go out, she's always asking, what can you provide me for the future? What's going to happen in the future? Because she needs to know. And he's not willing to tell her, which I was like, dude, you got to tell this woman, are you going to take care of her? Because she needs someone to take care of her. Like, honestly, that's no, like that's final. So I'm a bit kind of like oh my goodness like this is crazy um he gets really upset and really just says well you need to take me to america like he's demanding of it and then tells her like she's uh she has mental problems and stuff which 
that was so uncalled for. Like Usama could have, I was just like, I want to strangle him. You know, this is like basic questions where you just want to know where your life is going to end up. You know what I mean? But anywho, I was just like, I can't believe what I'm hearing, but he is demanding to go to the USA and she's got to bring him with her with him and i'm just like that's not happening this is debbie she ain't not going to do that and she will not do that so we'll see what happens with this couple because it seems like things are falling apart and she's noticing that you know he's not willing to give a straight answer and she's just being frustrated by it let's move on to jen and rishi because this woman has tricks up her sleeve that is being persuaded by her friends and i'm like dude why even bother? Like, uh, uh, I don't think you should do any of what you're supposed to be doing. But um, the friends are still in India. And, you know, Jen is just really ticked off because about how many women he's been introduced and she didn't know about it. Like, how could you? Like, you know, you're supposed to, uh, you're supposed to tell me. Like, it's just, how do you not tell your parents that you're engaged? And the friends come up with an idea of like, why don't we just, you know, go tell the parents ourselves, you know, why don't we just go over there and just tell them ourselves? So she is planning on doing this behind their backs. She is hiring an interpreter to help with the situation. The interpreter comes over. She's a pretty woman. And she's like, I'm afraid that his parents are going to be like, oh, hey, you, are you married? Because I got a son. Maybe, you know, this can work. Uh, But the interpreter sits down, kind of gets the gist of the story. What's going to happen? What's going to be revealed? uh, Because she says, you know, this is what's going down. I need you to make sure that you translate every single detail. Nothing gets missed because they need to know that I'm his fiance and enough is enough. I'm in the hiding. They need to know what's happening so they can stop looking for a wife for him. And that's the plan. They need to stop. Um, They need to stop looking. This is no need to look here. She is. This is, this is her, this is Jen, right? So, I was kind of curious to see how this is going to work out because I feel like it's going to remind me of the Jenny and Summit situation where the parents barge in, the friends are going to barge in and say, Hey, your, your, your son's been lying to you and he's engaged with me. That's what I'm feeling. That's the senses that I'm getting from out of this, but we will see what happens with uh, Jen and Rishi because this is going to get sticky. It's going to get achy. And I don't even know, like, this is nuts. Um, but we'll see what happens next week because those friends are ready to do this intervention. Your son hasn't done anything illegal, has not smoked. He does not drink, but he is engaged and you don't know anything about it. So, oh my God, like... I feel like disaster waiting to happen. She might get kicked out of their home. Like, come on. All right, guys, let's get into Love in Paradise. So this is season three of Love in Paradise, uh, episode two. And yes, we get to see Carlos and Valentine. We get to see Lydia. Lydia this time being on the show as a main character, we got to meet Jordan and we got to, I'm trying to figure out who else to be managed to see here. 
but let's get into this because love in paradise honestly um i think it was just the three couples this time again we're going to figure out if we're going to do separate episodes for this because it may go longer than an hour or two and i don't want people if they don't watch the show it's not fair so we may have to separate this in the future so we were able to see three couples last night and let me tell you damn i was like whoa okay let's get into this i don't even know who to start with because i feel like we should go into um jordan so jordan is a new cast member who we were introduced we didn't see the others that we saw last week um jordan here was a eyelash uh brow technician and during covid um things just went downhill like everything else to be honest and um she really had to find a different source of income and so she turned to only fans yes like I everybody know. else during quarantine <laughs> just <laughs> ask the podcast family <laughs> so she's doing only fans and apparently her fiance who is in the cayman islands does not know anything and how she's making money oh boy he's very selective he's very conservative and he will not she feels like he's not going to approve uh, her choice of work so friends come over as she's in the nude she's in the nude in her house friends come over she greets them in the nude and i'm just like what whatever it's her choice her life however she does but she changes quickly has a sit down with her friends and kind of like okay you know this is what's going on um we bought some property i took it out some from home equity and we're going to start a business. We're going to start this. And apparently, though, he's got children from, I think, baby mamas, from what it seemed like. I must have missed something. And he supports that, all the children, and supports pretty much the whole entire family. So the friends are concerned because, like, you know, that means you're going to be supporting um, everybody, too. That's how it's going to be. But we do find out that she anointed him as a power of attorney for all the purchases she's made on properties. And her friends are like, are you crazy? Like, you guys are not even married yet. Are you even engaged? That's true. I haven't heard anything if they're engaged or not. They're just, is it her boyfriend? Is it her fiance? I think she calls him the fiance, but there's no ring, no ring. You know, like that. Yeah, Beyonce that was song. my thing because I'm like, okay, she's not wearing a ring, but she's saying this is her fiance, and 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 w- when she said, you know, did I tell you about the land? I'm like, flag on the play. Are you <laughs> kidding me? You made this man power of attorney, knowing that he has all these people that he takes care of, and I have to agree with her friends. How do you know? that any money or anything you're giving him is not going to them. And that they're not planning on living on your land in some strange commune because ugh, I don't know. That 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 just sounds like a bad choice all the way around. Yeah. And the fact that she hasn't disclosed to him the work that she does and how she really makes money is even worse. Like it's okay. You know what? There's nothing wrong with OnlyFans If that's what you want to do. Cool. That's your, that's your life. Is it for me? No, but if it's, 
it's something that you choose to do, you have to disclose, disclose it to the person that you plan to live the rest of your life with. And they have to be okay with that. If not, then I don't feel like he is going to be okay with that. He might pull a Johan and kind of be like, no, like, are you crazy? Like, you're not going out. You're not even posting a picture anymore. Like, he probably probably be like a mom mood all of a sudden like nope you gotta zip yourself from feet to hair like all the way like that's not gonna happen but i'm curious i'm curious i feel like she's um doing this very quickly uh she is going to see him in about uh two weeks and her friends are not in approval of this neither am i but um yeah we got to meet a new cast member on this episode Yeah, I, I, I'm, I, I have to say, I'm, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of the uh, nude all day, but hey, to each his own. Um, but she seems to be very interesting, very, very interesting. So I really want to see where this couple goes. I'm just hoping it's, it's not another, you know, Sherlock and and. And Ariel, like, I, I can't, uh, I can't do that storyline again. Like, so TLC, yeah. please. <laughs> but, but yeah, I'm really curious to see where this couple goes because she's nudist and he's conservative. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. But, oh my gosh. Who Maybe. did you want to talk about next? Okay, so we have two couples more that we've seen in this episode. We had Lydia and Scott, and we had Carlos and Valentine. I I don't even know. I'm <laughs> loving Valentine's new look. Can I please say that? The new look is absolutely amazing. Um, you know, but these two need to get it together because they're they are self admittedly fighting almost every chance they get, you know. And I think they're rushing a bit because they don't even they they keep saying they don't know if they're compatible. They're fighting. There's so much going on, but they want to be together. Now they are super cute, but is that enough? Is that enough to keep them together? Because, you know, Valentine is back home. He's talking, you know, with family. And the interesting, intriguing, and wonderful Michelle keeps coming up. And, you know, Valentine's not too happy about her, even though she is Carlos's best friend. So it's like, ugh. Is she going to be a thorn in his side for the rest of the season? But he's leaving to go back to Columbia to go get his man. And he's happy because he knows on this trip, this is a trip he's going to get married. But they do keep saying that they have a lot to work through. So there's some pretty... Um, interesting talk <laughs> you know once they get to see each other now i will say i love the hashtag carlentine shirts those are super cute hey you know uh rebecca 
you should have taken some, you know, some clues from that. You guys could have made, you know, some hashtag shirts. But yeah, no, you guys didn't do that. You guys decided to make make a Rebecca shirt with the filter. So yeah, I don't know. But I love the shirts. But these two have a lot to work through and it gets a little a little uh hot and bothered on the car ride with a lot of the talk and gets a little bit more hot and bothered once they get back to the uh apartments. Yeah, I don't understand how that happens in a way of you're getting married in two weeks and you still have a lot of problems to solve. How does that even work? Can can someone let me know? Like they separated well, apparently three weeks ago because of this right. Michelle girl. And then they're back right. together and they're so like, oh, I miss you. I love you. Yes, they love each other, but they're both the same personality. And I'm just like, how is this even going to work? But the fact that he's saying like, oh, we're getting married in two weeks, but we still have a lot to deal with. And I'm just like, oh, man. I don't know if this is making sense to me. I mean, why get married? What, what, or should I say, why get married this time around if you know you have so much to work through? But mm -hmm. we, this isn't the first couple we've seen this with. That's true. We've seen this before. It's true. We have seen this before and a lot of them still proceed no matter what. And I, I don't know, is it the show? Like I know uh, Carlos and Valentine are very passionate. They love each other, but with the others in the past, you're just like, is it because of the show? Like, is, is it worth the $350 per episode? Like you get what I'm saying, but I don't know. I'm curious. I'm really curious, but um, I don't know how they're going to resolve all of this in two weeks. Like, do you just sit down every day and kind of go through the list of problems they're going to resolve? Like, this is a lot. I, I think that is the question is how are they going to resolve this? How are they going to make this move forward? How are they going to work this out? Because I'm going, what? Like, are you serious? You're saying you have so many problems. It's not just compatibility. It's the fighting. It's the... You know, so is there a, is there a fix for this? I, I'm, I'm hoping so, because I mean, to travel back to Columbia with the determination to get married. I mean, we're already seeing Chris and Jamie going through this. We got married. Now we're trying to fix the issues. Why do it backward? I, I don't understand that. To me, if you knew you had issues, they should be addressed. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Well, let's move on to our last couple here. Oh my gosh, Lydia and Scott. Lydia, who is Pedro's mom, is on the show if you're starting to watch it right now. I am curious to see what her dating life would be like. But of course, her daughter is there to sabotage the relationship because she did it to her. And now it's payback. It's really payback by from what it seems like. 
So Scott's getting ready to see Lydia. Lydia is older than him. And he's spending some time with his mom because he is away for two weeks. And his mom's just like, well, I wish you were with a younger woman because you're just like your father and you need a younger woman in your life. And he is convinced that Lydia is the one and cannot wait. Uh, They've been having some amazing conversations uh, through the computer. I love how he says it. We've been having great conversations through the computer. I'm just like, oh, crap. You know, so he's just like so excited. He wants to transcend that connection to the when obviously when they meet in front of each other kind of got my words stumble there through my brain but I'm like oh my gosh girl I don't know about you seeing Lydia as a main character and meeting somebody else from far away to me it's like whoa (laughs) this is super strange to me I'm sorry it's it's strange on so many levels first of all why are we acting like Lydia getting back into the dating world is like her getting married? Because even Nicole saying, I want to make this like her bachelorette party. And I'm like, what? She She's going on a date. Like she's, she's trying to see if she's compatible with this man. Like they haven't decided they're going to walk down the aisle yet. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) And then, you know, her friend Joel with the cucumbers as a gift, you know, so she can practice because practice makes perfect. I'm like, oh my gosh. Are we really, really doing this? I mean, at at least, at least Scott is in the, you know, he's he's in the kitchen dancing with his mom, trying to learn how to do merengue. But she's just like, hey, you know, they're getting her like lingerie and cucumber. I'm like, really? Is this what we're doing? But I am loving the new look. I'm loving the new look on Lydia. I, I love it. I love it. I love it. But I I know it's too early to kind of make these predictions, but are you thinking this is something that's going to last? No, because the previews are crazy as it is because Nicole, her job is to sabotage her mom's love life. As much as she says, I'm there to protect my mom. And I want her to see her happy, but deep down inside, she is doing the reverse of what she's done to her. And that's where it sickens me because you can tell by her side profile, her confessional, she's just like, I'm the mom now. And by the way, where did you like all of a sudden learn English? Rosetta Stone here? Like, damn girl, that was pretty quick. But that's exactly (laughs) what I was thinking. I'm like, wait a minute. The whole time Chantel was in the Dominican Republic, you couldn't, you could barely speak English. And all of a sudden it's like, I just want her to be happy. And I'm like, excuse me, what? <laughs> Can you repeat that? <laughs> it's like, wait, you want her to be happy? And you're saying this in English. Yeah. Yeah. In English. Okay. okay? In English. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. In English. <laughs> you know. So, I don't know. I hate to say this. And I, I'm just curious 
to see how she really sabotages her mom like she's doing it already you know you, she's playing she's playing two sides of the field like during that moment of her friends it's more of like oh my god mommy like que bonito me gusta mucho and all that stuff but then but then it's like when it's her and her mom she's like well i don't think this guy like he might not be the right one for you maybe a womanizer like, I don't know. What is the tension? And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Girl. And, and I'm like, okay, first of all, you don't know this guy. Like, what what made you think he's a womanizer? Like, what mm-hmm. what made you say, oh, womanizer? Like, did he say something? I mean, I, I don't get it. Yeah. I yeah, don't get I it don't know. either. But he arrives in Dominican. She's anticipating like this this arrival, and she's like, "Oh my god, this is it, girl!" I'm not gonna lie. This guy shows up, picks her up, and she's like, <laughs> and then it kicks in. Reality kicks in. They don't understand each other. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but 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 okay, we have to admit. This is not the first time we've seen this. No. This happens all the time. I'm waiting for, you know, I'm waiting for the amazing all time, always there, constant co-star of 90 Day Fiance in the whole franchise, the white translator. Oh, yeah. I know. (laughs) I mean, come on, guys. We've seen it so many times. You know, at some point, you know, I mean, we've got Gabe who's, who's you know, updated using the phone. We've got Chris and Jamie with their blue translator. You know, they got translator 2.0. But at some point, this translator is going to make an entrance because, yeah, they kind of can't talk to each other. And his, you know, I'm Rico Suave. Is not really working for me, dude. Like, seriously, I don't know what that was supposed to be, but it wasn't sexy. It was kind of like a five-year-old figuring out mm. that, you know, there's different types that, you know, like bachata, salsa, merengue, you know, yeah. I didn't know what you were doing. Yeah, and she's just like pulling this. She's like, <laughs> I know, she just sounded like a giddy 16-year-old. Yeah, pretty much. But um, next week, it's going to get interesting because they go on this official date at a restaurant and they it seems like they're struggling really hard that he calls out, hey, does anybody know how to speak English? You know what? Why weren't we there at the time? We should have been there. We would have like, yeah, let's translate. (laughs) Oh, that would have been fun, especially when you do those translations that are like exact translations. Like, no, that's not what she said. We're not going to give you the great, you know, I miss, at this point, I kind of miss translator Adam. Oh, you yeah. know, the diplomatic translator who mm-hmm. was so kind. I really wished he would have gotten his own spinoff. But I yeah. Wish, yeah. He, should, he needs to uh, learn Spanish so he can travel. He needs to learn a few more languages so that way he can be like the official 90 day fiance translator for real but i'm i'm excited i hate to say this but i'm excited because i, am I don't too. know like it's oh so my weird. gosh i'm like we're not throwing purses a... <laughs> yeah 
And that's why we're excited. I think that's what she should do. She should come up with her own like purse ooh line. For real. Pedro, get on this. Like you're already like funding the whole glow up that these two have. You might as well start a purse line. I'm saying like, come on, start purse ooh. You're out here selling houses and whatnot. Like, you know, start purse ooh. Question for you before we wrap this up. What's up? Do you honestly think that Miss Karen is watching the series? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh wait. Probably. Would she be on Pillow Talk? Would would that be a thing? She might be. I'm thinking I was actually thinking that and especially after this news that we saw so here's the question are Kalini and Kalani going to be on Pillow Talk because if they're on and then Miss Karen's on Pillow Talk I think they should talk internet and Instagram because guys Asuelo was seen with Winter and they seem a little bit too cozy. Very so, cozy. Yeah. I mean, they look cute together. They look really happy, but hmm. I is think there's too many drinks. Is the swell really ready for Miss Karen to be all up in the Kool-Aid? God, no. God, no. That, that I don't think happen. anybody's ever prepared for Miss Karen to be all up in the Kool-Aid. Though. Listen, if I were to meet Miss Karen down the street and I'd be like, oh my God, it's Karen. Like, I would say in that way, opposed to like, oh my God, it's Karen. It's, oh my God, it's Karen. Like, I don't even know what to say to her. Like, do you? Yeah, no, her? you know what? It's fun. It's funny because it's like, I think when I, when, when I think of her, I always think of that TikTok, that TikTok sound. It's like, run. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I, I, I think that's, that's, you know, kind of the, yeah, I don't know. I hear I you. Know. Also, but... I wanted to mention Angela was in Toronto for a couple of days. I'm not sure if she's still here. I think she's gone. She did show up to uh, Billy's fundraiser event at 4040 on the Wednesday. And I didn't know she was very close to me where I was, wor- where I work. Um, she was getting her hair glow up done. And um, but I'm like, that's a pretty far drive. I'm not going to lie. I dread it every day because of the traffic. But um, I was just, she was so close to me. And then the other thing is uh, she did her own meet and greet, which was on the Friday. So the Wednesday, she had Billy's uh, fundraiser event. And then she had uh, Wednesday, her uh, Billy's event. And then Friday, she had her event by the same venue, which was super last minute. And I literally was like, oh my God, I have to meet Angela for some reason. I just have to, because I figure maybe I can just do like an honest spot, like a five minute interview. But I'll be honest, I had nobody else to come with me and I did not want to stand in line. Plus it rained like crazy. And I'm like, I ain't standing outside if there's a lineup for her. It's no, I'm not doing that. It was $15 to get in. And she apparently loves Canada. She loves Toronto. Um, but yeah, that's what happened in my city. And she hung out with some people. I guess she met over on Instagram. Uh, because they're like, oh my God, we love you. We're like BFFs now. So yeah, that was, that's what happened last week. 
Angela was here. Oh my gosh. So are we going to have the whole hangout thing with like Danielle now? Like, you know, Danielle's friends that she met on Instagram that that's, were. Um, yeah, that's what it looks like to me. Cause I'm like, who are these people? Like they barely have any followers on Instagram. I don't know how they convinced her, but um, that's what it looked like. But Hey, you know, she was here. I was about to go and I kept thinking about it. I was like, I can't even stay up. It was like at 1030 at night. Apparently they did a meet and greet dinner, which the restaurant gets pretty full. It has really good food. Um, but I was just like $15 and then they were doing, um, like a party, like an eighties and nineties theme, which a couple of acquaintances went and they had fun, but they're like, Hey, did you see Angela? And they're like, who the beep, beep, beep is Angela? <laughs> because they had no idea so I was like oh my god that's hilarious that's so funny so um a couple of people were like I don't know who you're talking about so it was pretty funny that's um, funny yeah that's so I was funny. like it's a good thing Paula didn't go I don't know because they didn't post any videos if there was any lineups it was short notice like she arrived on the Wednesday went to that venue and then again on the Friday night like you barely gave people a chance. Like I was, yeah. my friend was contemplating my best friend. He's just like, he, you know, just message me around nine, nine 30 to see what happens. And I was like, okay, cool. Cause maybe I can just get some extra coffee in me and kind of let's, let's see how the night goes. But as soon as I messaged him and he's like, Oh, I'm ready in bed. I'm so sorry. I forgot. And I said, don't worry about it. I literally passed out in like 10 minutes because I was so exhausted, even though the venue was like, a good 10 minute drive away from me because I was at my parents' house at the time when that happened. But yeah, crazy. But I'm sure she'll be back. Would I consider it if there was more time and I could plan out how to like nap a little bit earlier so I could stay up? Definitely. Yeah, I could see that. I, I mean, like if 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 you had more notice, I, I, I could see you doing that. Yeah, because it was weird. My friend messaged me and she's like another best friend of mine. She's like, hey, did you know that Angela's in town? I was like, yeah, I knew. But she's like, no, she's doing a meet and greet. And I was like, really? They just posted it like the venue posted it literally on Thursday. There's no yeah. way you can get people to come out. But whatever. Um, Whoever could could. It was $15. And I'm not sure if she's still here because if she's here for a week or something, she probably would have been still around but i haven't seen any action besides her reels that she's been making and stuff so yeah that's what happened yeah, yeah. and i know for those that are like okay well they do the tell-all most of the time in new york here's the funny thing with the tell-all in new york um those studios are on these weird side streets that you probably wouldn't yep. know is a studio and they're usually most of the time on on the sides of highways or industrial districts. And I think that is done basically so that you're not harassing the cast. So it's not like, oh my gosh, Angela, because that would happen. <laughs> um, and then New Yorkers, were, as New Yorkers, we're kind of weird. Like we see people walking around all the time. So it may or may not be, but you can't say that a tourist won't. So yeah. But they're they're always because I know people are always like, well, did you see we probably could have, you know, if you're in Whole Foods or something. But. Yeah, they're they're filmed, they're filmed in like little side street studios, and believe it or not, these aren't small studios, these are like whole studios, but they're made so that 
most people aren't going up to actors and stuff and just like harassing them. Yeah. So, yeah. I agree. It's the same thing here in Toronto. Like stuff is done. Like it would say something complete. It's not going to say studio 54. Right. It's going right. to be like someone selling furniture and you're like, oh, okay. But they share this building and they rent out areas like even for museums and all not museums, sorry, art shows and such. So it's very like confidential because again, like you said, you don't want to be harassing them, but um, yeah, we'll see uh, what happens with the other way and love and paradise because we got to wrap this up and I will, we'll keep you guys posted on what we feel like is right to do with love and paradise. Cause it is going to get juicier. We're not sure if there's another um, a new season of something 90 day coming up after the other way. It seems like we still got a couple episodes to go because everyone's going through the separation divorce and then we're going to go into, Oh, I love you again. And then all of a sudden there's another hiccup. So we kind of know how it, it, it really goes at this point um but we will keep you posted of if we're going to be separating these episodes or not um don't forget to check out cqp moments podcast and queen pen and the wingmen and that's all we have for now bye guys i'm anthony and i'm jessica with the beautiful feet podcast Hey, it's your boy Bromar, host of The Bromar Show. Hello, everyone. It's the Coupon Queen Pen from the CQP Moments Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is your boy Ken, aka The Gentleman of the Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. Hi, this is Stephanie Valente, your local massage therapist. And, and you're you listening, are to listening to a little, little bit of everything, everything with Angelica. Angelica. That's it for now. And thank you for tuning in on another episode of a little bit of everything with me, 